0: every human being there exists this struggle that's taking place you know, between these two wolves they live in every human a good wolf and a bad wolf one wolf is kind and generous and compassionate and good the other wolf is evil and vicious and envious and has all of the bad traits. The grandson looks at the grandfather and he asks him, okay, grandfather, well, which one of these two wolves uh, wins in the end? And, and then the grandfather kind of smiles and looks at his grandson and says, whichever wolf you feed. Muhammad, <laughs> al wa my dear brother Tahir. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for giving me this great honor of being with you here, Father. God bless you, Tahir. The honor is all mine. So today, Tahir, we want to talk about the return uh, of the souls uh, to this world, the reja, uh, the reincarnation of the souls in the time of the cotton and uh, in other times uh, in order um, that they may carry out uh, this uh, everlasting uh, battle that is taking place between uh, the forces of good and the forces of evil and we mentioned before that the narrations of the at beytani have mentioned and in great detail Um, a time period uh, which they refer to as a rajah. Rajah is an Arabic word that literally translates to return. And it is referring to an important time, and it is a concept that the Ahlul Bayt, said that whoever does not believe in our Raja, whoever does not believe in our return, is not from us. So it's a core concept. We have to accept it. We have to um, believe in it. And uh, it is the return of the souls to the world once again. Yeah, And uh, we know from the narrations of Muhammad and the family of Muhammad uh, that uh, the souls are constantly in a a state of return. Um, And uh, there's verses in the Quran that indicate this, that indicate that there were souls that were living in the time of the Prophet Muhammad who were living also uh, in the time of Yusuf uh, the Prophet, uh, Joseph. And we know from the narrations of Muhammad and the family of Muhammad that there is an ultimate time where uh, all of the good souls come back and all of the most evil souls come back. So the best of the best and the worst of the worst come back uh, in order to uh, have a final battle. There's this final struggle for control over the planet where uh, all of the evil villains incarnate on the planet at the same time as to where previously from the time uh, of adam all the way down you would have certain for example uh, you'd have pharaoh incarnating in a time period and nimrod incarnating in a time period and another villain, Abu Dhab, incarnating in a time period, and Pontius Pilate in, in, in another uh, time period. And, and you have the same thing with the prophets and the messengers, Ezekiel coming at a time, Krishna coming at a time, Buddha coming at a time, Muhammad coming at a time. Well, in the return, the return of returns, uh, which I like to call it uh, this time period where uh, the Qa'im uh, comes back and 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 he has 144 thousand with him that are referenced in the book of Revelation uh, and the return of Jesus Christ we have uh, we have the return of all of the best souls simultaneously at the same time and uh, they're in different parts of the planet and they're all uh, imbued with these with these souls of these holy people and they are um working to establish a divine just state and basically conquer or push back uh, the forces of of evil or darkness And uh, the same thing is happening at that time where uh, Iblis also gathers up all of his soldiers, the worst of the worst of tyrants and and evil ones, hypocrites and disbelievers, and they all come back at the same time. And that's a very significant event uh, because then you have, uh, so you have in this time, in this day and age, the age of the Qaim, uh, we have uh, all of the prophets and the messengers uh, have come back you know, and we have also uh, all of the evil ones have come back as well. Pharaoh, Nimrod, you know, Pontius Pilate, Judas Iscariot, Yazid, Muawiyah, Abu Lahab, Abu Sufyan, uh, Abu Jahl, all of these uh, characters um, have come back. And uh, they are uh, fighting uh, one another. Uh, initially, it's not a physical fight. Uh, initially, it is an ideological, uh, theological struggle. Uh, which takes takes place, whereby uh, Iblis's soldiers are all um, ruling the earth in positions of power or propagating um, the ideology, which is the anti Christ, the anti mahdi the anti Muhammad, the anti God um, uh, theology and 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 religion, which which is really the uh, supremacy. Uh, of man and selfishness and uh, we have uh, and and and, and the, the the idea that we can do whatever it is that we want to do and that we can choose in fact the leader and our choice is better than the choice of god and that is exactly iblis's religion because iblis fell out of paradise because he uh, rejected uh, the person who was appointed by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and thought that he knew better Uh, And so obviously he wants all mankind to follow in his footsteps. And it's very logical. Makes sense if human beings would just contemplate over that. Iblis fell. He wants all other people to fall. He fell because he rejected the person who was appointed by God. And that means he rejects the supremacy of God. And so he would want all other people to fall too in the same way by rejecting as well, to show that human beings are no better, that they too reject the Adam of their time and reject the supremacy uh, of God. And you have uh, all of the righteous people and they are uh, in the very beginning, um, you know, propagating the ideology of uh, and and the belief system and the religion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the religion of Imam al-Mahdi, the religion of the Qa'im, which is the supremacy of God, that only God can choose the leader. Mankind has no right to do so. Okay. So now... Uh, now we know that uh, on the planet, in this time, it's going to be filled with the worst of the worst and the best of the best. And this is actually a time period that will never be repeated again in history. So um, from the, the time of Adam up until now, um, you know, you had prophets that had returned in other prophet's time period so you had the return of Elijah in the time period of Jesus as John the Baptist you had the return of Jonah in the time period of Imam Sadiq uh, in, the, in the persona of one of his companions or, or the return of Gabriel in the, in the form of Abul Khattab in the time period of Imam Sadiq alayhi salam uh, you had that going on but you did not have that they incarnate in two human bodies, all of them together, all prophets and messengers at the same time, except for in this day and age, because this is the ultimate battle. This is the time period where, where, where God promises that Iblis will be killed. This is the time period whereby in the Quran, when Iblis says, grant me respite until the appointed time, uh, this is, that is that appointed time, the day of the rise the Yom al-Qiyama, the day of the Qiyam of the Qa'im the day of the rise of the Qa'im uh, in which Iblis is finally defeated and destroyed and it is a time period where they all come back at the same time uh, as kind of a karmic effect whereby all of those righteous souls, martyrs, prophets and messengers are able under the banner of the to exact revenge uh take uh their their revenge from all those tyrants that had killed them um before or oppressed them uh, before, and it's their chance also to uh, rule and see that promise of God uh, come into effect and establish the Sharia uh, and fulfill the verse of the Quran. ونجعلهم ونجعلهم uh, and we want to bestow our blessings upon those who were oppressed in the land and to make them. Uh, imams and to make them the inheritors. The inheritors are Muhammad and the family of Muhammad in the first degree and then all of the prophets and uh, the messengers and the righteous ones. And so now what do we have? We have in this time uh, these souls are descending uh, upon the earth, good and bad. Uh, Not all of the uh, uh, people of the planet would be filled with the souls of these returned individuals because we have on the planet now billions upon billions of human beings and we have uh, not as many righteous uh, saints and uh, good people uh, throughout history nor do we have as many uh, extremely uh, evil, tyrannical people that will qualify to uh, descend in this time. And so uh, there is this mechanism uh, whereby the souls that are good and that are bad um, come back into this world. All souls that uh, have passed away and have a chance to return to the dunya tahir, uh, they get a choice um, of vessels to enter into. Everybody that enters here, they choose the body uh, that they come into. Uh, They choose that body and they know uh, that that body and that body is the uh, part of this family and they know all the details about it before they come into it. And uh, it, they don't get to choose freely out of all of the bodies on the on the earth, but rather they're giving they're given a certain range of choices uh, to choose from based on their karmic uh, let's say points that they had gotten, or their or their karma from their previous uh, incarnation limits them to a certain set of choices, and the soul will always choose the best one for it out of those choices and that when i say the best one for it i mean the one that is closest to it the one that has a self or a nefs that is more most compatible with its soul for the purpose of it carrying out the mission which it wants to accomplish when it is incarnating uh, in that particular uh, incarnation oh. does that make sense yeah okay it's- so uh, you would have, for example, if you have an, an evil entity or an evil soul and that evil soul wanted to further clarify for our viewers, if that evil soul wanted to come down and, for example... Uh, fornicates it lusts after fornication and it was involved in that in previous incarnations and it wishes to experience that again for sure it's not going to choose to incarnate into the body of a nun or uh, in the body of uh, somebody who who is abstinent or has a good nature or uh, you know a chaste nature but rather they would choose a body um, that has been born that has the potential to be involved because of its life plot and story in um you know in 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 that type of uh, activity mm. so we have then uh, and it's very important uh, for 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 our viewers to understand uh, the complexities uh regarding uh, the body and the self and the soul and the differences between them you see our uh, our uh, Our bodies here, ourselves, our eyes, when we say me, what is it that we are referring to? Uh, When a person says me or I, uh, he's usually describing the collective union of three parts. And that is the body of the human being and the body, it lives for a while, it's born and ends up dying and going into the ground. Um, And so that can't be the true identity of our own selves Right? And then you have the self of the human being, and the self of the human being, when we say self, the nafs, the ana, the ego, the I, what human beings are actually referring to is uh, this false identity, this fake uh, identity that is created. Um, it, it is a cluster of emotions that exists in the in the uh, in the chest region and it is based on uh, the feedback that we have gotten throughout our lives from the very, various stimuli. Those human beings, those experiences, those programs, uh, those uh, interactions that affected us throughout our life and led us to create an illusionary character within our heads and within our hearts uh, that does not really exist, but, but is who we think that we are. So just like a child will, will watch a cartoon or a movie, uh, for example, of the Ninja Turtles or a movie of Power Rangers or whatever else uh, that, they're, that they're into, um, you know, and adults also can watch these comedy movies or these kind of, uh, you know, wrestling or whatever else it is that's affecting their psyche, And uh, you'll find that these human beings, just like, uh, much like monkeys or parrots, they will begin to imitate some of the lines uh, from the movies or gain the sense of humor uh, that they liked from the movie. They adapt these certain qualities or these traits or this humor or these aspects of the personality from the outside that wasn't a part of them. And they stick it to themselves. It leaves an imprint on the self and the self becomes the collective result of this this these emotions that the human being experienced as he watched this movie, and as he had a fight with this friend and as he uh, liked this girl and she told him that he was ugly, or she told him that he was funny and handsome and therefore it gains more confidence or less confidence, Um, this human being that uh, has been born with enough enough wealth to uh, be involved in these high societies, or uh, his tongue becomes accustomed to certain types of tastes, um, you know, food or drink, etc. All of the emotions that are built and clustered together and have an imprint on them from the experiences of the ears and the eyes and the nostrils and the mouth and the hands becomes the self of the human being. Or in short, who, who the, how the human being views that he is or the illusionary self that he thinks that he is, this this. Avatar character, like if you were, uh, if we use the the allegory of a video game, so to speak, you know, imagine you're playing a video game right now. The body would be the body of that uh, uh, that character that you're playing. The ego would be the personality of that character. You know how in some of the cutscenes. You'll find that the character is kind of like talking and interacting and yeah. the storylines playing out. Uh, the self is that, that personality that is speaking and acting and all of that. And then there's, the, so we're made of the body mm-hmm. and we're made of this cluster of emotions, which is the self or the anna, or the eye or the ego. And it is this uh, cluster of emotions that drives our vehicle. Um, that drives the body of the human being and causes it um, to uh, act. And, and I'll prove that to you and explain it to you so you understand. We have, uh, when, that, when those emotions, uh, for example, when, it, when, when the body uh, becomes, becomes hungry, uh, those emotions will act because it doesn't like the feeling that it's experiencing. Right? Because it's a cluster of feelings or emotions. It doesn't like that feeling of hunger. And so, therefore, it will motivate the body to go out and look for uh, food, for example. And it is fed through the senses. So, the ego is created through the five senses of the human being. And whether it is negative uh, stimuli or feedback that's coming in or positive stimuli or feedback, that is, in the end, what creates within us a good, decent uh, self or an evil, um, bad, nasty self. And then if we go back to the allegory of the video game, uh, we are comprised of a third part, and that is our souls and it is the soul that is represented by the character or yourself who's playing the video game from behind Mm. Uh, you when you speak you're unable to be heard in the video game right yes you're just playing behind the scenes you're trying to control the personality of the character in the video game and trying to control thereby the body of the character in the video game. The same exact thing is taking place here on the planet, whereby the souls are returning back to the Earth, and they have a specific mission, and the specific mission that they have is to, uh, is to control fully, control fully, Uh, the body in order that they may carry out the mission or experience that they that they need to have uh, here on earth Um, when the souls whether good or evil um, enter into a body the resistance that it gets from being able to carry out the scenario that it wants to carry out or the life that it needs to carry out is the ego it is these emotions, the self, which always comes into clash with the soul. Uh, and, and, and it is for that reason that the prophets and the messengers, the Prophet Muhammad, uh, Jesus, all of the uh, righteous prophets and messengers from before. They spoke over and over again about the necessity and the need to um, basically like defeat uh, the ego or to defeat the, um, the I and that the most important form of jihad or struggle is the struggle or the jihad, the fight uh, against the self. Uh, because if a person loses in a war uh, and gets killed, he'll end up losing his body. Um, but if a person loses in the battle against the self and the self manages to forbid the soul from carrying out uh, those acts and deeds and scenarios and missions that it was sent here to do, then a person can end up losing his soul. And if you lose your soul, uh, there's no coming back from that. And and so a, a loss uh, of life uh, in a physical jihad uh, a battle where your body dies is one that a person can afford, but a, a jihad that of the self in which he loses is not one uh, that you can afford. So in other words, these souls are not from this world. They're coming down onto this world. They seek to possess bodies like avatars in a virtual reality game or in a video game that a person is playing, and they have the mission Uh, to totally control the body in order that they may accomplish that which they were sent to do. And so the evil souls will basically choose bodies that have already evil selves, that are engaged in evil activities, that like that, that their self leans towards evil already. So then when it becomes possessed by an evil soul or that evil soul incarnates into it, Um, They are compatible with one another and the resistance is minimal on behalf of the uh, evil self. And the same thing is true when we speak about the good side, that the good soul will choose uh, inevitably out of its karmic choices that it has the self that leans most towards goodness and that is most submissive and humble and that is most compatible with the personality of that soul which is coming upon it so that it has minimal resistance and has the optimal chance of survival and being able to um, take over the um, the body as a vehicle and to uh, be in full control so now we know that the soul and the self are struggling with one another. Uh, The person's true identity is the soul. Uh, It's not the body because the body dies and goes away. And these emotions, which is the self that is attached to the body, also when the body dies, these are emotions that also just dissipate and go away. They don't live on forever. Uh, it's a false identity Uh, but it is the soul that will go on and continue in everlasting life in heaven or uh, in hell or incarnate in better circumstances or in worse circumstances Uh, the personality uh, uh, these emotions uh, cannot survive after the death of the body except for the positive uh, self it does survive by leaving an imprint of sorts uh, on the soul and this just means that the soul may be, be affected by that personality of that good uh, incarnation that it had and therefore uh, it becomes a part of him that will, will will live on that soul adopts this personality and and uh, you know kind of uh, takes it with it uh, wherever uh, that it goes but in in essence it's just feelings so um, they end up uh, going away uh, afterwards and uh, so, the body, the, the individual is comprised of those three components, and uh, the self is broken down into two parts. Uh, there's a good self and a bad self. Every human being that exists he is uh, he has two sides to him does he not he has uh, he has good things about him and he has bad things he has a good side and he has a bad side he has a good self and he has a bad self and and this is what was mentioned uh, in the quran in the verse where it says that uh, you know uh, fear god that created you uh, from wa- uh, one self and its pair one self and its spouse one self and its partner and he brought forward from you many men and women. And uh, so the, the, this verse is often confused and thought. To mean that uh, we are human beings, mankind is created from one oneself and its pair, meaning uh, Adam and Eve. Uh, but in in reality, the verse uh, is talking about the self, and uh, that w- w- what it's talking about is from that initial good self, that cluster of emotions that all mankind are created uh, from these, uh, emotions, uh, and those are the good, the good emotions and the bad emotions from this self, which is the good self and his partner, which is uh, the bad self. But if we pay closer attention uh, to the verse, actually, it doesn't say all mankind. It says, and brought forth from them many men and women. Uh, so that means that not, all men and women uh, have, within, have within them this cluster of emotions or this self, but rather many of them do. Uh, and, and that's an interesting uh, thing to uh, point out, which we're going to uh, get to here in a minute. But to go back to this concept of there being a good self and a bad self, or this good side and the bad side in every individual, we have this um, ancient uh, Native American story Uh, That is actually not a Native American story, but it was actually attributed to the Native Americans uh, in the writings of uh, some of the Christians that had first um, uh, immigrated to the United States uh, back in the day. And it is actually an old saying of a prophet. Um, And it is uh, a it was a Christian saying it was one of the sayings of of uh, Jesus that ended up over time being uh, a little bit distorted and attributed to the Native Americans. But nonetheless, it's a beautiful story. And they featured it in uh, a movie in this scene where you have this Native American grandfather and he's sitting around the fire with his Native American son and uh, he's telling him a story and he's telling him that son you know my grandson uh, you know in every human being there exists this struggle that's taking place now, between these two wolves they live in every human uh, a good wolf and a bad wolf a white wolf and a black wolf and uh, every single day when the person wakes up to the time that the person sleeps at night these two wolves are, are struggling against um, each other he says that one wolf is kind and generous and compassionate and good. The other wolf is evil and vicious and envious and greedy and has all of the bad traits. And uh, the grandson looks at the grandfather and he asks him, Okay, grandfather, well, which one of these two wolves uh, wins in the end? And, and then the grandfather kind of smiles and looks at his grandson and says, uh, Whoever it is, that, whichever wolf you feed, you know whichever of them you feed and uh and what the grandfather was trying to say is that is that uh, every human being has these two so- selves inside of them the good and the bad and based on the stimuli what what it is that we feed these selves with um one of those two sides will become more powerful either our good side or our bad side if we continue <coughs> to feed our good side through actions of kindness and mercy, if we feed our good side through speaking good words and, and eating that which is halal and permissible, not that which is, for example, stolen, uh, food that was stolen from other people or, or food that 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 is impure. Uh, if we hear good things, if we protect our ears, ourselves, and we, we only feed it with, with uh, stories of the prophets and the messengers, um, righteous good words, good speech uh, that people are telling us, and we stay away from that negative feedback, those attacks, abuse from uh, individuals, if we stay away from gossip and hearing bad things or bad music that is talking about rape and killing and other things that will put these ideas and, and, and give strength to the evil self that is within us, if we focus our eyes and feed ourselves with, with uh, uh, you know, uh, gazing upon the words of God or the caliph of God or uh, righteous good scenes instead of gazing upon that which is impermissible like, uh, you know, pornography or spying on uh, individuals or whatever else it is that is of a, of a negative nature. You know, if we protect our senses, protect ourselves through the feeding of the self via these senses, which are windows or or um, doors to the the, the outside world. Um, if we feed it with positive, then the good wolf will win at the end of the day. If we feed it with negative, then the bad wolf will will win at the end of the day. So it is. Uh, of the utmost importance that a person safeguards uh, his senses. And, and this is what the prophets and the messengers were trying to tell us uh, the entire time. And uh, because uh, if a soul, um, if a self, if a person has a self that, has, uh, that is extremely good, then it qualifies that person, that avatar, that body that it becomes host to a righteous soul and the opposite is true those who are involved in evil all the time will only allow for demons to possess them and evil souls to um, enter upon them and so that is exactly what takes place in the time of the Khan. Um you have you have these uh, individuals uh, that uh, are living on the planet and you have these good souls and these bad souls that are descending and uh these uh with with these with with one of the two types of selves having been empowered Uh, so the individuals that have the good selves empowered good souls will descend upon them and those are the ones that are the companions of the bodies that have the self which is at peace with its lord um in it uh, the good self, and we have the uh, people on the opposite end that have the bad selves, al nafs al or the self that uh, commands uh, evil, having been empowered, and those uh, the evil souls um, will uh, depend descend on them. And then you have individuals. Uh, that don't have a self at all. And that was the meaning of the verse, which I said that I was going to come back to when uh, it says that God created uh, mankind from a self and its partner and and brought forward uh, from it many men and women and not all men and women. That's because uh, there are some creatures that exist on the planet. There are beings that men and women that exist on the planet that don't have a self at all and uh, they don't have a self because they have defeated uh, that self or gained total control over it Uh, so the self has dissolved or been defeated Um, like the prophet muhammad who said that he had conquered uh, his that his shaitan had submitted to him and we know that the uh, shaitan is the self uh, because Imam Ali alayhi salam said that everybody is the devil of his own self. Uh, every uh, you know that uh, every person is the shaitan of his own self because the the ego. Uh, the bad ego, the bad self, is a shaitan. It's an illusionary one, but it is a, a shaitan. So those who have gained control uh, over their, uh, their selves and their souls are in full power uh, of the vehicle. Uh, and that is the case uh, with with high souls like prophets and messengers or uh, that have reached uh, high degrees of enlightenment or dissolving into the veil of God. Or in the case of uh, angels that come down to the earth, uh, the angels—they uh, don't have selves; they are only uh, souls—and uh, so, um, and uh, so you have individuals that that um, that have good good souls and good selves, and people that have bad souls and bad selves, and you have individuals that don't have any self and they just have a soul. And you also have other people that have a self that is still neither good nor bad uh, totally. Um, it's just somewhere in between and no soul has descended um, yet upon them. Uh, and so uh, that is uh, in short in regards to uh, the rajah the return of the prophets and the messengers uh, in this day and age, uh, how it works uh, that they descend upon the various, um, you know, Uh, vehicles that exist on the planet today in order to uh, carry out and accomplish uh, their mission. And before I go, though, I want to give a couple of examples uh, of uh, individuals that have reincarnated uh, in this day and age um, uh, into bodies that uh, fulfill the similar mission which they seek to accomplish in order to further clarify for our viewers uh, how this whole thing uh, operates, and so uh, you have uh, was Imam Mahdi alayhi salam had revealed uh, the uh, incarnations of some of the particular people that are are, are on our planet at, at this day and age. So you have uh, Khosra, uh, the the Persian king who existed tyrant at the time of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu الله um, who's in charge of the Persian Empire, you have him uh, returning uh, in the form of, uh, in the person of Ali Khema'ini, the leader of Iran. So there's that soul. He's an ancient soul. He's an evil one. Uh, He returned today. Uh, in the uh body of the Grand Ayatollah and supreme leader uh, of iran, so he he 's attached to that land he wants to rule his obsession is ruling he oppressed his own people back in the day, and he wants to oppress his people in this day and age as well, so he found that self uh, and that body that avatar which 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 had the most potential to carry out. Uh, you know, his ambitions was Ali Chema'ini, and so he entered uh, into him. And uh, that is the incarnation or or the return of uh, Khusran this time. You have uh, Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin is the return of Julius Caesar. Uh, And uh, you can even see a physical uh, resemblance between the two. You know, we have uh, Nimrod, uh, from the time of Abraham, who uh, returned uh, also to Iraq uh, and ruled them for a very long time and still affects their uh, politics until this uh, very day, and that is Nuri al-Maliki, uh, who uh, was the uh, leader of uh, Iraq after the war for a very long time. That's who the Americans ended up uh, placing into or propping into power. Uh, you have the return of Salah al-Din al um, you know, who many of the Sunnis they love uh, because he fought against the Crusaders, but he was actually a tyrant uh, as well. And uh, he returned um, in the form of Muhammad Morsi uh, of Egypt um, during that, uh, that time period. You have the return of Yazid, son of Muawiyah, in the form of uh, King Abdullah of Saudi Arabia. Mm. Uh you also have the uh, return of Harun Rashid, one of the Abbasid uh, caliphs who oppressed the imams from the Bealim and imprisoned them uh returning in the form having ha- having returned in the form of Saddam Hussein. and we also have for example um Hulagu Khan who uh was uh, a Mongolian uh, tyrant that returned as Adolf Hitler. Uh, to accomplish the same thing that he accomplished before. And we also have uh, Donald Trump, uh, who is the return of Nero. And uh, just as Nero uh, destroyed Rome, uh, Donald Trump is uh, destroying uh, America, which is modern-day Rome, all over again. So we have all of those. You have on the opposite end, uh, the prophets and the messengers also returning, but not in positions of power, but positions of oppressed people alongside uh, the Ka'im, You have the Ka'im having uh, 12 uh, true brothers uh, in this time. Uh, for example, he has many companions, all of the prophets and the messengers, they return uh, with him, but uh, he has, for example, from his brothers is uh, Joshua, son of Noon. Uh, from his 12 and you have also uh, the prophet Imran uh, you also have the prophet Elias, and you also have the prophet Jonah and you also have the prophet David and the prophet Solomon and so you have those returning uh, with the Qa'im and you have uh, them facing these powers uh, of evil and because uh, Iblis is the prince of this world uh, as mentioned by uh, the uh, on the tongues of Jesus and the prophets and the messengers, and He's the one who appoints the rulers. Any ruler that's appointed by man, he's actually brought into power by Iblis, because Iblis is the one who influences the choices of mankind. Mm. And uh, so, uh, any choice that's not God's choice of a leader would ultimately be the choice of uh, Satan, because it's the the opposite to the choice uh, of of God. And so. Uh, once again, the, the choices of the people brought into power and Nimrod and they brought into power Yazid and they brought into power Harun and Rashid and they brought into power uh, you know all of these uh, evil individuals Khosra and all of these people uh, and Julius Caesar and at the same time they rejected and oppressed and you find walking in the streets uh, unknown to the people uh, the prophets David and Solomon and La and Joseph and, and, uh, and Krishna and Buddha and all of the uh, righteous uh, returned and inshallah we'll do a uh, a very special episode uh, very soon uh, in whereby we will reveal uh, to uh, the people a great number of the uh, returned uh, tyrants and kings and in, in uh, this day and age and uh, and uh, perhaps also a, a, some of the righteous uh, souls as well. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that uh, this uh, conversation that we had was fruitful and that it was easy to understand for our listeners and that they are able to understand the differences between the components of our identities and and that they have success in uh, utilizing this time and age that we are in to um, make best of their selves and their bodies prepared and submissive enough that uh, a righteous soul from God uh, will descend upon them and and that they be used uh, in this day and age to give victory to uh, God's uh, promised uh, chosen caliph or vicegerent. I used to think about uh, like what we are in as a whole, so you explained it very easily and clearly that we have a body and a self, which is an illusion basically, and it's affected uh, by the surroundings. And we have the soul, so it's pretty much simple and and easy I to think. understand. Yeah, and for all those who are wondering uh, of an example of somebody who uh, has a good soul who's who's returned in this day and age, then. Uh, you know, I tell my viewers to look no further than Tahir Abbas, uh, who has one of the purest uh, selves and one of the purest souls uh, in this day and age. And, uh, you know, I say that, I say not one word ever. Uh, That is not true because any uh, word of praise, Ahmed Hassan says, uh, that is said without uh, being meant uh, is hypocrisy. And I don't have a a single bone in my body that embraces hypocrisy. And uh, and uh, yeah, so God bless you and thank you so much, Tahir. Um, you definitely you have a name that matches uh, a self uh, that is in you and, and your name means pure. And alhamdulillah, you have a pure soul and a pure self and that makes your body uh, pure as well. Uh, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect you and safeguard you for this dawah and for Imam al-Mahdi alayhis-salam and for Ahmed al-Hassan the yamani and for the Qa'am of the family of Muhammad and for all of his religion and make you uh, play a vital role in all of this as you have already done so much. Thank you so much Thank and you. God bless you. I love you. Yeah,